Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Do you think love is talked about more in modern music or sex? Well, I guess it depends on the music, because uh, there's like whole categories of music I don't listen to that I think are mostly about sex, like, you know, rap and stuff like that. I think rap has got a lot sex. to do with violence and, yeah. you yeah. know, a lot of that stuff too, but so does the sex. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just think about all that music in the 70s that we listened to, <laughs> and about, you know, she laid me down in the grass and her long hair was trailing down, her gold earrings against her brown skin. Oh, you're thinking about stuff. Chevy Van, aren't you? <laughs> Just think about all that stuff. And I guess um, it was uh, it, it was not exactly talking about sex, but pretty darn close. Well, Chevy Van is one of the creepiest songs. And we had some creepy songs, too. We did, we did. I know that. Well, but really... Every generation has. Oh, yeah. They just had different yeah. ways of putting it. Well, and it's just trying to figure out what it all means. I guess. I you guess. Know? Think about that awful song. What was it? Uh, take the ribbon from my hair, <laughs> shake it loose and let it fall. <laughs> oh, my God. And in the end, she, you know, she leaves because he doesn't love her and all this stuff. It's like, how many of us have done that? All well, of us. All tried, of us? Tried to court into a relationship that wasn't, didn't end up being a relationship. Well, that's love. It is. It do you is. believe in love, or do you think it's just a chemical? I oh, I do. I'm a big old lovey-dovey. I love all kinds of people. I tell my friends I love them. I know you do. I'm just a, I, I just, I think love's the answer to an awful lot of stuff. And I am, unbelievably, I'm somebody who can do unconditional love. Mm. I can love I somebody. Can. I love, I can love somebody. I can't stand to be in the same room with them. I know I, you By can. golly, I'll still love them. <laughs> I tell people that all the time when I read tarot cards for them. And they'll go, but you don't understand. I love him. I say, listen up, girlfriend. You can love somebody you can't be in a relationship with. It's two different things. That's exactly right. And sometimes they really get it. And they go, oh, oh, so I could. it's okay if I keep loving him. Yeah, just get him a thousand miles away from you and your kids. <laughs> well, now you got me in singing mode. And I was, he stopped loving her today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If you can listen to that song and not cry like a baby, you are just, you're too hard for me. Too hard. Your heart oh has hardened. Oh, my gosh, that song. Oh, place the reason the door. Okay. See, I, it's the reason I love country music. We all mock it. We do, because it's all that, you know, I lost my dog, I lost my... And then truck. My, then my woman went away, and I wrecked my truck, and, you know, my best friend went fishing without me. Whatever. We make fun of it, but, you know, it's just the human condition. Well, yeah. Sometimes you lose stuff you don't want to lose, and sometimes you can't get shed of something that you do want to lose. I know. That's the way it is. <laughs> well, you know... Mountain people are so talented with music. 
Oh, my and gosh. And they're quiet about it so often. It's just something they do around their family, around their friends, on their back porch or yeah, something. Yeah. And that's some of the best music ever. But oh the country musicians that have come out of these mountains are just unbelievable, some of them. Well, I think about And the, the crappy ones, too. Oh, no, they're, they're bad ones, too. But I think about, you know, Ricky Skaggs. And now yep. I see him, and it's like, oh, Ricky Skaggs is old. Well, guess what, Byron? You're old, mm. too. But Ricky Skaggs... I just remember that, his voice, and he would talk about he had to learn to sing harmony because everybody else, all the other parts in his family were took up. So he decided he's gone, and he's like amazing, amazing harmony singer. Oh, yeah. If I could just sit in the room with with some of them, it would make me a better musician, I know, for sure. But back to the bad stuff, back to the crappy songs and stuff. I was raised on some crappy music, weren't you? Me too. Do you Just remember the, very the Pina Colada song? Yes, I do. And then it was really no. the couple that was trying to cheat on each other, but they really end up mm-hmm. being together. Right. She says, oh, oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. And she doesn't go, well, what the hell, buddy? What the hell were you thinking? Is that what you would do? I'd throw something. I don't know. I'd just walk on by. Yeah. Like, oh, baby, what you doing here? Well, I, I, what are you doing here? Well, I just came down looking for seashells. That's for seashells at the bar. Yeah, that's all. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. (laughs) Well, when it was funny though, it's a funny song. Craig, we paused here. (laughs) We're giggling. We're giggling too much. Yeah, I I can tell. And now we're resuming. Oh, that's interesting. So the sine wave is red Ooh. when it's actually recording, and then it turns white. We're learning our technology. Yeah, Craig, does that scare the hell out of you? Uh-huh, look out, Craig. The blind the so blind. we're talking about love and music. Cheating. Your cheating heart. Your cheating heart. Uh, and the way that... We were raised up. <laughs> well, it just made me think, right? I went immediately to Jolene, of course. To Jolene. <laughs> that the saint produced that beautiful song that St. Dolly Parton did. And it's all about, oh, you're so beautiful. Please don't take my man. He's all I've got. And then, what was it like? A year after that was the song about, you ain't woman enough to, to take, take my, my man. man. Yeah. It's yeah. like there was always... Was that Tanya Tucker? No, I think that... That might have been Loretta Lynn. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up on my handheld that, computing device. Oh, you've got a handheld computing I do, I do. See, we have really advanced here on Weird Mountain. We have. <laughs> we have. We're so technologically advanced. But, but when you think about all those mountain, real mountain relationships, like our grandmas and great-grandmas and all that stuff, and maybe even our parents. It wasn't true for my parents, but for a lot of parents is that 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 wasn't it at all. They just stuck it out Mm -hmm. because they made a commitment at whatever time they made a commitment, and they just were going to stick it out. No matter what. No matter what. And if he cheated or she cheated or they both cheated, they had some kind of commitment to the relationship that was is their marriage, that they just stuck it out. And that is true, absolutely true. Yeah. And it was a pragmatic thing as much as anything, as far as I can tell, because, well, for one thing, it was harder to travel. How are you going to meet people? There was no Match.com back then. No, uh-uh, not at all. Match.com was called the pulpit. 
or the, <laughs> or the church or Sunday school or something like that. Or the picnic or the, the picnic. all day eating and singing on the ground. Yeah. Well, and even now I have women that are my age and maybe a little bit younger and they have come out of a longer term relationship and they don't know where they can meet men and I don't know where to tell them because, you know, back in the day you met people at church mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't go to church like that anymore and a lot of a lot of people once they get to church everybody's already married up so well, yeah. I don't know where you go to meet people and that's why mat- places like match.com are important I guess so also to get you out of the gene pool let's just be real clear <laughs> you may have dated all the fellas in Inca Candler I mean not that I did I didn't do that but you might have done that. You need to go a little farther afield because you've kind of gone through that than crop. Inca. <laughs> yep. So you might want to like see what's happening down in Hickory. You know that Johnson City. Oh, lol. That we show, boy. Now, see, I'm seeing a whole nother thing. Weird Mountain Dating Services. <laughs> so, come to Weird Mountain and we'll hook you up with somebody. They'll be weird. They'll be weird. That's but we'll get you hooked up. Well, you know, the funny thing is, all the women that we run around with, I don't think any of them want to get involved with men in oh, our station and life. I mean, if they want to, they do, and they don't have any guilt about it. But I've heard several women in the last few days, especially, that yeah. are like, well, if I ever get rid of the one I'm married to, you can <laughs> bet your ass I'm never going to get married again. Gosh, I heard somebody this weekend say, well, if I could get shit of the one I got now, I'd never get me another That's one. the thing. I've heard it and heard it and heard well, it. Well, you know, they say when, it, when a couple, when somebody dies in a couple, if it's the man who dies, the husband then the woman is unlikely to remarry. Really? But if it if the wife dies, the man remarries pretty quick. And it's because he needs somebody to take care of him. And she doesn't need nobody else to take care of because she's done took care of somebody and the young'uns, and now she wants to see the grandchildren a couple times a week, and that's all. That's she right. She's had a life. She wants to get up when she wants to, that's right. eat what she wants to. And not have to do her hair or any of that stuff. You think that's really what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> You know. No, it is, actually. We just talk. We do talk, and there are some really cool guys out there. But I don't want to marry any of them, do you? (laughs) No. I'm just, well, you know, I just, I'm hard to be around sometimes. I am. I am stubborn and fanciful and uh, messy. Oh, well, look around this room. I'm messy. Stop. You're fine. I'm messy. You're fine. I'm a mess sometimes, but I mean, I'm hardworking, I'm ambitious, and you know, sometimes men just want, oh, not men, but just anybody in a partner, they want somebody who's going to be home, making some supper, you know, being there when they need them, and I'm just, I'm gone all the time. Gone, gone, gone. I'm just hanging out with the group of women that do for themselves, they make their own way, they travel when they want to. I guess that's what it is. Back when I was younger, that just did not happen that often, unless you were wor- lucky enough to work for a company that would pay uh, for uh, you to travel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then pretty much you didn't travel unless you were going to take care of somebody else in the family. Yes, isn't that something? Like we had family downstate, down the middle part of the state, and somebody would co- go down and take care of great aunt so and so or uncle so and so, and you'd stay there for two. Two, three weeks, yep. just leave your family to yep. deal for themselves and go take care of that. Yep. 
And it was almost always the women that did it. Not always, but almost always. Well, yeah, I've always known it to be the women. And if somebody was having a baby, or and of course that still goes on today when yep. people can, if yeah. they can financially pick up a girl. Right, right, because so many people now work. You know, back when we were coming up, mamas didn't work so much. I mean, mamas did work, but not all of them did. My mama didn't work outside the home. She didn't work much inside the home, just to be honest. But y'all know the story of the chicken legs. We don't need to go through that again. <laughs> That'll haunt me forever, I know, probably. chicken leg popsicles. Well, we got to make a t-shirt out of that somehow. Of, uh, chicken leg popsicles. Don't you want one? No. Tasty. Uh, the bread was good. And I wouldn't Greasy. feed it to an animal either. <laughs> no, but it got fed to them poor little young'uns. Mm-mm-mm. And obviously, you can just look at me and see it didn't do too much damage. No, I'm older. you're fine. But I'm nice and stout, sturdy now. I've never seen you serve anything close to chicken leg popsicles. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're a very good cook. <laughs> you're a much better cook. Than I. And here we are talking about food. Oh again. damn! It we happens. always get back to food. I swear, it's it's because we always meet after lunch, and we're just like, oh. Well, and then, oh, look over there. It's leather britches. We ought to cook those up. No, we're talking about food again. I, I thought about and rejected that idea. And leather britches, I was going to ask you at the beginning of the podcast, I was going to say, so, Byron, <laughs> if I said leather britches, what does that mean to you? And, of course, I knew you were going to answer and how you were going to answer. And then I actually rejected that idea <laughs> because it was food again. <laughs> I was like, let's not do food. Oh, you know, hey, y'all listening. Uh, I think that we ought to do the Weird Mountain cookbook. Oh, gosh, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes, it would. And how many cornbread recipes could we uh, put in there? Do you think... One. Maybe it could just, just be one. Weird Mountain cornbread recipes, even though there's only one real <laughs> cornbread recipe. Et cetera. Yeah. So, oh, that's a great idea. Corn pone. <laughs> Corn pone and Weird Mountain. That starts to sound like a romance novel. Corn Pone at Weird Mountain. It's a Hallmark made-for-TV movie where the young girl from the city goes back to take care of her great-grandma up on the mountain, and she meets this handsome mountain boy. Strapping dude. Strapping dude. She thought he was a Sasquatch. (laughs) But really, he was just a handsome young mountain dude. They just make him real hairy up that way. (laughs) So let's see, cookbook, a line of romance novels. What else could the Weird Mountain, what else would come out of Weird Mountain? Well, Match.com, I mean. Oh, that's right. Weird Mountain Dating Service. Dating Service. May I help you? So if you call us and we answer the phone like that, just, you know, get ready. Tell us. Tell us what you need to find. Big old hairy mountain boy or little old, <laughs> little old skinny city boy or little old skinny mountain boy or, or big a big old, old hairy city. mountain girl. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll find you one. We, we know everybody in town. Honestly, we do. Between me and Alicia, we know everybody in town. We'll find you one. I believe that is true. Yeah, I used to be quite the matchmaker. Were you really? Yeah, yeah. Now, almost all the relationships broke oh. up, but I matched them up good right at the beginning. And then, me too. I see the opportunity, <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is, you know, the optimist in me. And, of course, everybody loves love. Oh, yes. Do you do the, you, you were talking to me about the apple peel. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it was an old-fashioned thing when I was a kid. I, I don't know if people do it anymore or not, but... When you're peeling an apple with your pocket with knife, with your pocket knife, your little pen knife, you would peel it so all the peel came off in one piece, 
And if you did, that was lucky. And then you threw that peel over your left shoulder, mm-hmm. and it would form the initial of the person you were going to marry. Yep. Isn't that sweet? It's sweet, but it never happened. Oh, no, it ne- never happened. It's like that old thing we were also talking about of if somebody sweeps under your feet, you'll, you'll never, never get, get married. married. And you and I both, anytime our mamas came through with a broom, we stuck our legs out Absolutely. and said, please sweep under there. I don't yes. ever want to get married. Both have been married. We both been married between us. We've been married probably seventy five years. Yes, almost sixty eight years between Lord us. Lord have mercy. That's, That's awful. Well, That's awful. <laughs> so doing the math, I can't believe between us we've been married almost seventy years. That's that's awful. Of course, we were we were child brides. Child brides. Yes, we, we were, were married, married before young. conception, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so did you? know anybody who actually arranged marriages I mean for no, real no I didn't I know that there uh, there were and are people even in mountain culture who did that yeah um, we always think of that as something that was done in you know in other cultures but there were people here who did that did you know somebody that did that I knew of somebody who did that yeah but had never met the person she was in the town uh, a couple of towns away and I heard about her and it, it was almost a joke where it's one of those, well, you know, if it doesn't happen soon enough, we can always call so-and-so, oh. you know. And I would, at the time, I would, even at the time, I'd be like, well, go ahead and call her. It's not going to have any, you know, uh, impact on me whether or not I get married or not. I just did not care. Culture and expectations, it just didn't occur to me. So I'm lucky. I think I'm yeah. really lucky because well. of that. And we we both ran a little bit wild, I guess. So, I guess. I mean, uh, I don't know. That, that means we're was independent. Important. Well, maybe. I, I in my new book I'm writing, um, I talk about my hope chest, and that was a thing that a lot of girls had, not just mountain girls, and but we all called it my hopeless chest because I never <laughs> ever was going to get married. But my grandmother would, you know, she would save the glasses that came in the oatmeal, and she got me a my set grandma. of dishes at the Winn Dixie, and. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that went into this little, well, a decent-sized wooden chest that she had made, mm-hmm. my grandmother made. I still have that chest. We, and those dishes. We had cedar chests. <laughs> oh, this you one. You remember the cedar, cedar chest? Yeah, oh, those are wonderful. Yeah, and, and Lane, but, they were from the company, was Lane. I guess. I Lane think some of them were chest. made in my family. Yeah, probably were. Because uh, there's, yeah. And uh, so we had cedar chests, but no hope chests. They did not exist in my family. There was no hope for you and your family. None, and I think the women were hopeless <laughs> about it, too. No, they just didn't dare. But in the cedar chest, they would have, like, the little old cloth dolls that oh, the great-grandma yeah, made and yeah. baby clothes and things that were important to keep that, you know, weren't out all the time. And uh, But, no, hope chest never even occurred to me. I had a piggy bank instead. <laughs> well done. I was not interested in a hope chest. <laughs> I've got an account with a local bank that started it started out as a local savings and loan, and I've been banking with them for so long, and they were just bought out by somebody uh, about a year ago. Yeah. And I'd love to leave them, except there's just this kind of sentimental part of me that my grandmother started an account for me when I was like yeah. three or four years old, and I would save up my pennies, and she'd put them in the bank for me. And all that stuff, and I, you know, I hate to leave them now because I'm, you know, familiar with the buildings and all that stuff. I don't, 
I don't know where that was going. Sentimental. Sentimental. I'm sentimental. To be sentimental about a financial institution. I know, it's crazy, and it's not even the same people. It's not like that. I've been to that same teller for 30 years because they all retired. (laughs) They all got thrown out when the bank got bought up, Uh, I think. Well, you know, it would take some money for me to care about that, and I just don't have enough to really care. We don't care. (laughs) We don't care. We ain't got no caring about that. Well, no. Craig, what do you think about that? He didn't answer. Oh, Craig. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.